0: Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson.
1: Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, October 23rd. I hope you got your rain gear handy. It looks like about 11 o'clock today, you're going to get greeted with some things falling out of the sky. And it won't be the sky falling. It'll be all that water that's planning to come through. We need it. Bring it. Hey, Governor, don't sell it yet. It's not on the ground yet, so let us keep just a little bit of it in the water for the fishes, okay? Well, we've got a show full for you today. We're going to take off in just a second with Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn, then we're heading up to Bodega Bay. We'll climb on board with Merlin Cole on The Real Magic, and then Captain Jay Lopes tells us about Delta sturgeon fishing. And where he and James Smith are hiding today and all this next week. They're going to go find some big tuna down south. Regina's got our Live Long in the Outdoors. Robert Mueller live from Eagle Lake where trophy rainbows are sliding to the net. And he is there today. Alan Fong live in Texas. That's right. He'll come to you live from Texas, getting you updated on everything going on out here. And, of course, Mike Ogney's got all the information on the saltwater wrap-up. It's live in the blind time today. That's right. Duck season, wide open. That's Balance of the State opener today. Did you say it's a duck opener? Yeah, and you forgot about it, right? Oh, yeah. That ain't going to (laughs) happen. James Netzel will be live in the blind with Tide Lines Guide Service in the Sassoon Marsh. Randy Pringle is going to be joining us from God knows where out someplace shooting ducks, and you can bet he'll be dropping them. And, of course, Mike Ogney will be giving us our saltwater report live in the blind. We'll check in with duck hunters all morning. And we've also got Tony Zapolvita with Greenwater Fishing. He's got a great recording for you of what's going on up in his neck of the woods. Dave Hurley from West. Western Outdoor News joins us, and there's more, lots more senior tunas back from a trip down in San Diego and a lot more right after this. Let's go right now and hook up with a man himself from the California Dawn and the new El Dorado 3, Captain James Smith joins us. Good morning, Captain.
2: Hey, good morning, Seth.
1: Well, real quick, tell us what you and your buddy, Mr. Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing, are taking off
2: today to do. Well, we are all uh, Those guys are driving. I'm going to I'm going to catch a plane. I was scheduled to run a trip today. Unfortunately, we canceled, but uh, I'm still going to fly down. We are heading down for a uh, three-and-a-half-day trip on the Royal, um, Royal Polaris Supreme out of San Diego. Now, Mother Nature has not been nice to us this week. It looks like we even got wind down there. What a cell! This is, this is a huge cell coming out of Alaska. It is massive. I mean, it, it stretches... Way above Alaska, and it's reached all the way down to, well, all the way down to here. We got 15-foot swell off the beach right now. So uh, I canceled my trip today. Good call. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And even stuff out there, it's a little too big for me. We're we're not going out, and uh, it's rare that we cancel.
1: James, I heard there are 40- and 50-foot waves potential up in northern Oregon and Washington, too, along the coast. Yeah, that's that's amazing uh, uh, stuff uh, coming in out there. I'd hate to be one of those guys sitting there up in the Seattle area waiting for uh, an opportunity to unload my boat out there, anchored up with forty foot waves.
2: Yeah, I know it, it's got to be miserable up there. I mean, it's miserable down here, and we're at the tail end of this stuff. Just imagine the guys that are up in the up in the you know the heart of the storm. It's got to be something ungodly up there so you and you guys
1: are going to go down there anyway i know you probably don't even take your dramamine with you because you don't need it you've been out on the salt so much but maybe you will if it's really rough out there it's still going good they've been catching in the middle of lightning storms off san diego with flat calm water they're still catching tuna i think you're going to still have a good trip even though it's rough my friend
2: yeah i mean fingers crossed we have a we have a boatload of really elite fishermen coming down a lot of talented 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 guys so uh, i'm i'm hopeful you know i'm hopeful if we get over the top we're gonna get some fish i know that uh a couple boats made it out to tanner tanner banks is where uh most of the big bluefin have been coming lately and there was a lot of 100 and 200 pound class bluefin caught you know if weather lets us out there now, I see the swell condition. It's going to hit 15 feet by uh, Tuesday down there with a lot of wind on it. So we'll see. We might be hugging the coast for yellowfin, and you might be, hugging the, you
1: might be hugging the rails. What might be going on? Not him.
2: Uh, not not me. Not me. We'll, 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 we'll famous, find something. famous dude, have last you ever words. have you
3: been seasick?
2: I yeah, actually, I kid. have. Really? I I used to throw up all the time as a kid, you know, but I mean, (laughs) what are you going to do? You got to, you got to push through it, you know. When when
3: Jim Smith's your dad, you do.
1: (laughs) You'd best push through it.
2: Now get a mop and
1: clean that
3: up. You can't be a sissy like your brother is. Get over there. Yeah. No, I, I get it, buddy. Hey, is, uh, you got that
2: one bass fisherman going down with you too? I do, yeah. I do, I do have, I do have, uh, Mr. Mur- Monroe's coming down with me again. Yeah, this is our our third trip this year together. So, so uh,
3: I uh, I'll get the Yeti out of storage then, because apparently I'm going to need to meet up with you guys here in a, in a week or so. Well, yeah, I think you'll need a refrigeration truck because right. they've
1: got so much tuna. Right.
3: Yeah, I'll need to. You got. You might remind Ish that you guys have not come clean with tuna this year. So I'm just pointing that out now, early. All right. Well, Don't let's just, hope
2: we have this problem on this trip. Let's, let's hope. hope.
1: Let's hope. Don't you just love calling in and getting harassed for fish? Hey, James, real quick, let them know what's going on out the gate in your salt water. Rough today, a uh, big swell today, but what's it looking like in the next week or so?
2: Well, the backside of the storm, we, we'll have a window and we'll be, you know, chasing the link cod because that's been the big story here. We've been focusing on the link cod now. Crab combos bar any, uh, you know, big groupings of whales, the flyover happens on the 26th, so that, that'll that be our big – that'll be our answer here for the state, or, you know, for our opener uh, when they check and see if there's a large grouping of whales, if they're going to shut the season down. But right now, barring any whale problems and, – and, you know, actually the storm could be a blessing because the whales don't like the bad weather up here. They're already sliding to the south, so this storm might be just what we need to push them out. My fingers are crossed on that. Hopefully that's what happens. When, when the weather's nice and there's tons of feed, they, they seem to hang out. So we'll see if the storm pushes them out of the way. I hope so. Anyways, uh so right now we're looking at a uh, first Saturday, November, November 6th opener. And, and, guys, remember, go and get your crab validation um, cards. A lot of places don't even know what they are. Most people don't even know they have to have one you got to have one it's and it's annoying it's like two dollars and 50 cents or whatever it is they're cheap but you got to have one or you'll get a really big ticket yeah and uh, the
1: captains will be checking all of this and you probably won't get on board if you don't have one folks
2: yeah we'll 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 get you one if you don't have one but it's a pain because you got to go out and basically buy a license uh start from scratch buying a license and, and and uh so it's it's best to get one way ahead of time if you can avoid the uh avoid the confusion because a lot of the retailers haven't even sold them before so they're they're still scratching their head. I've had a few calls already, people struggling, like driving all over to licensed places and they have no idea what they are. So this is gonna be uh, you know, typical fishing game fashion, cram something down your throat at the very last minute. But uh it's what we gotta deal with this season. Well, so-
1: sounds like uh, you guys will work through it, I'm sure. And dead serious crabbers aren't going to know to get it anyway. You rookies out there, you guys that want to get out, make sure you're following all the regulations. You can check it out on the Internet, and they probably have a list of places that sell those if you can can find it on their site. It's not the easiest one to maneuver on. James, real quick, give them the hookup information for the California Dawn and the El Dorado 3, and have a great trip down in San Diego with your pile of friends.
2: I uh, appreciate that. Uh, number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at californiadon.com. Uh, also check us out on Facebook and Instagram. And I do got one boat going out today. You know, we did catch, we caught of ate halibut in the bay yesterday. Um, there nice. was one boat that had 15 fish trolling. So there's a few halibut around. So uh, we swapped over the E3 today. Sean got to uh, run the boat. I got to sleep in. Well, till now, and, uh, <laughs> and so uh, there's some halibut hanging out. But other than that, we'll be we'll be focusing on those uh, rockfish and lingcod islands here the rest of the season. Sounds
1: like a party, James. You guys have a great time down there, and enjoy every moment of it. You know, just the camaraderie is going to be enough down there. But and he's a got
3: Jay Lopes caddy driving his tackle
1: down for that, him. I mean, who better deal is that? That's true. He use him as a deckhand while he's down there. He too. probably is his deckhand. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there because Lopes is on in 10
4: minutes. Oh, I do that. Oh,
1: okay. Good thing. <laughs> James, you have a great time, my friend, and keep us posted on what's going on. We look forward to hearing what you did on next week's show.
2: Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. We'll catch up with you next week.
1: See, so you have no choice in the matter, my friend. All right, a quick break right now. If we come back, I'm taking you to Bodega Bay. We're going to climb on board the real magic with Captain Merlin Cole. Right after this quick break, y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked.
0: The California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics. Sonar, heated cabin, fully electric galley for hot meals, and restroom facilities. They all make the California Dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available. The availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable. To find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the California Dawn or to book a trip, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.CaliforniaDawn.com.
1: Hi, this is Seth. To tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle, or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing and Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city Shuffle, head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford in Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else?
5: Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at BodegaTackle.com. Bodega Tackle. Open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll
6: catch more fish. Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is Is your your heavy heavy gauge gauge aluminum aluminum boat boat headquarters. headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or Riverjet Series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Godfish and Marine's trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Godfish and Marine and Dixon, GFMarine.com, or KingfisherBoats.com.
5: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, we
1: checked in with Captain James Smith out of the Berkeley Marina and he decided to pull the plug today because of big waves, big swell, 15 foot swell outside of San Francisco, outside the... You want to go to Bodega tomorrow? I bet we could get on the Real Magic. I bet you could get a spot on the Real Magic tomorrow too, but let's yeah. let's check with Captain Merlin Kolb right now and find out, mm, is he in a warm bed or is he going fishing this morning? Good morning, Captain.
8: Hey, good morning, Sepp and Kent, and greetings from beautiful Bodega Bay.
1: Well, how high are the swells at Bodega this morning? You going to be able to get out?
8: Yeah, we got a window this morning, and it's wide open. Um, we've got about a 7- to 8-foot swell, but the duration is quite long, and there's no wind, so... The window's open. We're going to go jump on it.
1: Just a few miles up from San Francisco Bay, they got conditions that absolutely will work for you. Now, Merlin, you told me a little secret earlier this week about King Salmon. Why don't you tell our listeners what's still going on up in your neck of the woods?
8: Well, we're still receiving a little trickle, trickle, trickle. Those old kings, they're getting the message. They uh, they know it rained, and they know what that means. So they're pushing on the beach again and uh, trickling through we got to always make sure we keep them honest every day, every trip. Well, he goes in there and uh, gets a couple of
1: nice ones all the time. Folks, you need to get out and share in the great action of this. But it's just about winding down. This next storm should suck every mature salmon out of the ocean and get them up the river systems wherever it may be. This is the big storm that everybody's been waiting for. But, Merlin, you're waiting for, well, you're not even waiting. You're kind of impatient and going fishing anyway, but you've got the big day coming up here with a combo day starting on 11-6, don't you, with a crab opener?
8: Well, we think that's what it's going to be. That's what it's supposed to be. November 6th, the big uh, bodega crab opener. Um, we're still waiting to hear the final release from the State Department of Fish and Wildlife, but uh, we we are expecting to hear from them any day. They're, they're supposed to let us know on November 1st. They're going to announce. So uh, at that point, we'll know for sure if we're going to go crabby dancing on November 6th.
1: Now, just like with James, we want to make sure that everybody's got their little validation permit that they've got out there for the crab validation card. You don't go fishing without it now, folks. That's just the way it is. got to make sure you have it. Merlin, do you know if they're available there in Bodega?
8: Yeah, they can pick them up there at the 76 gas station. There's a place where they sell licenses, and they're uh, connected to the state office, so they can just walk right in there and tell them they need their crab validation stamp. Uh, even for the young ones, I, I couldn't disagree with it more, but even for the kids that are six, seven, eight years old, California wants a bite of them.
1: Well, California likes to get bites out of everything to pay for all the wonderful, I don't know if they're all wonderful, but all the things that we do out there for uh, some of the folks. But I'll tell you what, the opportunity to get out and get crab, that is, you know, the $2 and whatever it is for this validation stamp. Well, you can go out there and bring back 10 crab. Or a dad can take a son and bring back 20. That's a whole nother game there. That's a whole lot of crab. What's crab go for early in the season like this? Aren't they about 20 bucks a pop?
8: You know, just the other day, I uh, saw a crab there for sale at the Tides uh, Wharf for $20 a pound. Um, pretty, pretty amazing. And that's last year's crab.
1: Yep, and there's going to be very fresh crab available this year, folks. Merlin, I was talking to uh, your partner, Mike Ogney, a couple of days ago, and he said that bookings are already really good through November. People need to make plans for stuff like this, don't they, because of the popularity.
8: Yeah, most, almost, I have every day booked already in November. We're already working on December. But we are offering afternoon crab-only trips from 3 to 5. I do those after our day trip. That's just a crab-only trip. So they can give us a call and uh, jump on one of those. We don't do them every day, probably about three times a week. We do the crab-onlys in the afternoon. But uh, if if that's what they're after, they can definitely hop on. We're ready to go.
1: Well, folks, that sounds like a great plan for me. Because I've already got the white meat I need right now. so. But you can get out and get into the great combination fishing of have, having crab and rock and ling cod. Or you can go out on those afternoon trips. And they sound like a lot of fun, too. And you probably deal with less traffic than, instead of racing over there during the week during all the commute times, too. But, folks, it's a great opportunity. Captain Merlin Kolb and Mike Ogney put together an absolutely phenomenal trip on one of the best boats out there. Fast and plenty of room on board. Merlin, give them all the hookup information they need so they can get booked and get out there and share in the fun and excitement and the devouring of some great crab.
8: Yeah, that's right. Thank you very much for that, Sepp. Uh, your listeners can get a hold of us at 707-875-BOAT. And on the Internet, they can find us at Instagram and Facebook at Real Magic Captain. And our webpage is realmagicsportfishingcharters.com.
1: All right, Merlin, we appreciate you hooking up with us, and I hope you have an absolutely stellar combination. Trips coming up this year starting November 6th. Folks, don't miss the crab fishing, and those afternoon trips are going to be fantastic. Merlin, you take care, and thanks for hooking up with us today.
8: Have a great show, guys. Thank you.
1: Merlin Cole with the real magic out of Bodega Bay. Hey. Go ahead. Ken, you we just
8: win. can't complain about the weather, though.
1: You know, we a little wind, a little rain. I like rain. to complain about yeah, the weather. No, I can't. hate the wind and I hate the rain when I'm going fishing. But I'm not going fishing. No, till tomorrow at noon. Yeah, yeah, that'll be the day. Right? You won't I, even. It's gonna come down. What are they calling these rain bombs or something it, like it's that? It's a, a atmospheric river. Yeah. Well, get ready. The next guy we've got on the schedule here, he's ready for that atmospheric river to improve the fishing out in the delta but it's pretty good already for sturgeon fishing i've seen the photos and he just sent me some absolutely beautiful fish joining us right now from right hook sport fishing captain jay
9: lopes good morning captain good morning step uh y'all good plan morning. for
1: your trip with james heading down to san diego
9: as, as much as i could prepare to hang out with that guy for five days yes i think uh, i think i'm ready Who's gonna, Uh, who's gonna
1: be talking to God on the big white phone if it's rough down there? Neither one of them.
9: Uh,
10: probably Ish. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love it. Uh,
9: i got to call
3: Ish and get him on here real quick so he can defend himself now. You know, so. and,
10: and, yeah. I gotta, and
1: I'm going to stand up for Mr. Lopes here, too, because there's nothing like being on a six-pack when you can move quickly. Right. You know, hey, this boat's nice and stable when we're up and moving. Right. Let's go back to the docks. <laughs> Let's go over there. <laughs> so. that's, well, Jay, that's tell that's our it. listeners what's been going on with Sturgeon,
9: because I know you've been having some success out there. Yeah. You know, uh, the, we haven't talked in a couple of weeks, but here in the last <laughs> week, uh, fishing really improved. Uh, we were able to relocate the biting fish that we were on when we first started our season. And, you know, we were, you know, the fish are, you're still are, um, until this river, uh, water hits here in a few days, but, um, we're in a, basically we call it a summer pattern. Uh, we really have never experienced this kind of water conditions, um, that I can remember, but, uh, so the fish are way up in the delta. We located them um, anywhere from Sherman Lake, Sherman Island, all the way up to, say, the Power Lines, Decker Island, um, the West Bank area where we fish a lot of stripers in the spring. So the fish are kind of, you know, they're way up in the delta. And that's all going to change right now because it, it looks like Tisdale Weir might go over. Um, the river's really going to spike here and looking like probably, I think, tomorrow, Tuesday-ish, I think, something like that. Um, the river's going to spike and it's going to hit the Delta probably by late next week. And it's going to push those fish back down and it's going to set up some pretty darn epic uh, fall sturgeon fishing. Um, This is what we needed to flush the, flush the system, get the fish moving around. And we all know that sturgeon love water and it's just going to get everything going. And it's not like it's a real cold storm. So everything's going to be kind of, kind of warm. So that's going to be really beneficial to the fish. and They're going to want to bite, but the short term, it it is going to, it's going to put them in a freshwater shock for a few days, but once that goes away, by, probably by about, I don't know, the second week of November, things are going to be off and running, and those things are going to be on the heavy bite like they already are now, but they're going to be more grouped up here in a couple of weeks, so it should make things really interesting.
1: So you're timing your trip just right. Let the water get screwed up for a few days. I'm going down to fish for some tuna, then I'll be back as it clears and taking my clients right back out again.
9: You betcha! I plan that. I plan that with, with the guy upstairs.
1: <laughs> I know you do. You you sit there <laughs> yeah. and you plan all your vacations, then you worry about booking trips around the vacations.
9: But, hey man, is that going to
3: bring is that going to bring the salmon deal just to a just to a screeching halt with that much water coming down the river? It's done. Oh it?
9: yeah,
11: it's
3: done.
9: Yeah. It's done. Yeah, it's, but you know what? It's going to do. Out. Let's
1: not overlook those late season American River fish. It's yeah.
9: going to set those fish up. Yep. Yeah, it's it gonna, gonna, we're going to have
1: up. another play at salmon here as they come in late. They're always last, right? So that right. could be some of the fish that might be swimming by Merlin. Who knows?
3: Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, I thought about that last night. We just saw this water coming in. It went from, man, we don't have any water in the river to, dang. Yeah, well, any
1: salmon that we're holding up downstream, they're on the move here they're pretty coming. quick. But yeah. tomorrow afternoon and later in the evening, I think they'll be starting some big moves, just like Captain Loeb's. Jay, what are you expecting to get down there off the Bluefin? you You going to hang a hog this time? What's your biggest so far this year?
9: Um, this year we've seen fish up to about 216 pounds on, uh, some recent trips. So we're, we're hoping we could get out there and do that, but it looks like we're going to be, uh, fighting some elements uh, <laughs> Yeah. that the storm that's going to hit here. Isn't really going to affect us until Tuesday. Um, so I, I think talking with James, we're not, we're not sure what the, uh, the captain's going to want to do on this trip. Uh, we, we're going to try to get offshore, a hundred miles offshore, to see where the you know the bluefin have been hanging out. But if it takes us down the beach, you know, 150 plus miles to go catch some yellowfin or yellowtail, that's what we'll do. Um, <laughs> I was already on one adventure of a trip, the you know the last trip we were down there, so I don't know if I'm ready for another one, but we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Hey,
1: I'm just reading the uh, lead story out of San Diego, out of Western Outdoor News that uh, Hurley produces for us. Though the week's thunder and lightning, calm seas persisted. So, (laughs) thunder and lightning, now you got calm seas. That must be the calm before the storm that they're gonna go fish
9: in. I saw that
1: movie, wouldn't they call that Perfect Storm? Was that a six pack? No, that
9: wasn't a six pack. That wasn't a big, but we are going to be in a 100-footer, so I will feel a little bit uh, more stable in a 100-footer. You'll be so. fine out How does there, it make captain? you feel as a
3: captain to know that half of the people fishing on your boat could drive it
9: back if something happened? <laughs> that makes you feel actually wonderful. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. <laughs> You've got a lot yeah. of knowledgeable
1: yeah. anglers on board yeah. with you there. Well, let's get back to sturgeon real quick. Folks, this guy is one of the best sturgeon fishermen there is in Northern California, probably in the West. If you have an opportunity to book a trip with him. Do it. You will learn. Hey, and while I'm on the subject, Colonel Stephen Mitchell, here's another guy you could learn from how to fish sturgeon. Captain Jay Lopes can show you exactly how it's done. A lot of people have been asking me where they can get taught how to fish. A lot. And to the point that I'm kind of remiss in not telling you guys about this. These guides will teach you while you're on board the whys, the who, the where. Everything you need to know. Pick their brains while you got them out there and jay's got more of them left than most of us older guys jay give them all the hookup information that they need so they can book a trip with you and have a great sturgeon experience
9: yeah uh, give us a call air code 916-417-5670 and on the web at righthooksportfishing.com check out the facebook page we would be more than happy to get you on the water here um we're going to be down to our final six weeks of our fishing season so uh we're, uh, get on the books. We're pretty limited for November, but we do have room the last part of November and into the first part of December before we shut shop down until after the first of the year. So give us a call. We'd love to get you on the boat and, uh, you know, get you pulling on a hard fighting fish just like we did the Pratt boys earlier in the week. That's that what was it's awesome.
1: all That's what it's all about. Tug on one end and a tug on the other, having a great time together and nothing but smiles on board. Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing. Give him that phone
9: number one more time. Yeah, it's 916. 916- Four one seven five six seven
1: zero. Go down there and catch one bigger than James, will you? Uh, all right. Sounds good. All right, partner. Hey, wait. Before you go, <laughs> what's the bet this time? Who catches the biggest? Oh, we haven't even got there yet. Oh, God. Um, I know it's going to be big. I know it, It's going to be big. Everybody's going to toss money in a pot. I'm, it's usually a signed $100 bill, isn't it? Yeah. It would be more fun if it was like, I a mean, $100 on bill from everybody.
3: Yeah, no, you yeah, guys, you guys have got some hammers things, going down there on this trip for sure.
9: This is not we one. We do. That, yeah.
1: Have a great time, Jay. I look forward to the report when you guys get back next week.
9: Sounds great. Have a good weekend, guys. Enjoy. <laughs> They're going to have a
1: hell of Talk a Talk about feeling
3: inferior. If you hop on that boat that, you know, maybe you're a okay saltwater fisherman ain't gonna happen you, could you imagine it just, ain't this, gonna happen it's not a good side of the boat to be on all these guys are hammers
1: hello god could i get a cold or something to yeah. keep me off of this boat
3: oh those guys are gonna 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 catch them for sure
1: let's take a break right now If we come back we've got regina's live long in the outdoors coming up just for you
12: Palina Peak Tackle, a top producer of fishing tackle designed for dedicated Kokanee salmon anglers. Palina Peak Tackle makes high-quality, effective ultralight dodgers, lures, spinners, hoochies, and more in a wide variety of fish-catching color combinations. Whether you're trolling your favorite close-to-home Kokanee Lake or that trophy destination of a lifetime, Palina Peak Tackle's erratic actions and vibrations consistently attract fish to strike. If you're looking for surefire fish catching combos for kokanee, look no further. Check them out at your favorite tackle store or see the entire line at paulinapeaktackle.com. Order online or call 755-224-2205.
6: When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms bloodworms, nightcrawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn West of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorant products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep-water performance.
13: Lowrance has
6: it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com.
7: Lowrance is the perfect locator for you.
0: Guns, fishing, and other stuff knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady that knows her way around hunting, fishing, and hard work will motivate you to live well in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your entire family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women too can take part in our hunting traditions, become skilled sportsmen themselves, and help lead the way for their children. And now Here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the
14: Outdoors. Good morning, everyone. It's Regina headed to the blind myself. But because of the chaos, I thought I'd just send in my message today, which is really, really important. First and foremost, remember blind safety. I know opening day can be fun. We've got a lot of cobwebs still. Um, For some of us who haven't been in the blind in a while or even out and about. So remember that and remember to just be safe. That's my message. It's short and sweet. I uh, hope those of you who are not flooded yet get flooded up um, because it's raining and thank God for that. All right, you guys, have a great weekend. Check in on the blog at livelongintheoutdoors.com, and uh, maybe we'll post some pictures there. You can also follow us on Facebook at Live Long in the Outdoors there. Have a good one.
3: Oh, we're going to give another little public service. Uh, Great, blind safety is so important because everybody is excited on opening day, Sep.
1: There's a lot of problems that happen on opening day. I know some guys that have shot holes in their foot on opening
3: day. Well, exactly. I want to remind you guys that that are all excited about opening day what time shoot time is. Colusa at 6.56. Uh, the San Francisco Bay Area, 656, and the Sac Valley, 653. I know there's gonna be ducks all over you. It's gonna look like bees. Oh my god. Do not blow them off 10 minutes early for one shot. Don't be that guy. Don't be a Richard. Don't be a Richard and shoot early, okay? You screw everybody else up in the field. Stop. Don't do that. Shoot time is there. They'll Four. all be looking at your blind as yeah. soon as you
1: shoot anyway. For a it's reason. It's that guy over it's there. It's that
3: guy over there. And the wardens always are watching, especially if you're at the refuges, and hopefully you're already in the field if you're at the refuge. The other thing, guys, is if you're fishing the delta, you're headed around the delta, you're fishing that Frank's Track, Sherman Lake area, uh anywhere that uh, the duck hunters pile in. Remember, you, you
1: see a lot of decoys out there. You might not want to blow it, through that area. Yeah,
3: you've been fishing around those duck blinds. You've been blowing around out there, striper fishing uh, down in the flats, down in Big Break. Uh, Dan and Sherman out in the track. Just keep in mind, duck season opens up today. Uh, and, duck hunters, we want to remind you again, especially with the incoming weather and winds tomorrow, uh, wear some life jackets. I see too many of you guys running around the Delta in them little aluminum boats with dogs and guns and decoys and everything else with no life jackets on. Wear some life jackets. We don't want to hear about you on the news.
1: Yeah, and if you're in the water... Don't try to grab everything and hang on to it. Get your butt out of the water. Yeah,
3: exactly. So, uh yeah, guns can be replaced. And, you know, it's just got to be careful out there, guys.
0: Live long in the outdoors with Regina Stafford. Sponsored by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff. Your one-stop outdoor shop that has it all. From fishing to hunting and everything in between. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores. Take the family and pick up the stuff you'll need for your next family adventure. Two locations. In Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road just off Highway 80 and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza Road. Don't miss the deals at the Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff online outlet. Check them out on the web at
1: gunsfishing.com.
5: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson.
1: Well, we're back, and I'm going to take you up to one of my favorite lakes right now, the beautiful Eagle Lake, where trophy rainbow time is happening right now. From now until the closure, not at the end of the year like normal, but in February, you have a chance of catching some of the biggest fish of your life. Let's go up there live right now, live on the water, with Robert Mueller from North State Guide Service. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, Seth. Well, tell us about it. What's it looking like out there today?
15: It looked like we got two inches of rain yesterday. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Nice and wet and no snow up at Eagle, huh?
15: Uh, It snowed a little bit up on top of the hills, but it didn't snow at the lake. But no, fishing's been really, really good. Well, tell our
1: listeners about how good it is, what you've been doing, the technique, and the size of the fish you're intercepting.
15: Well, I've been putting in the boat right at daylight at the dock at the south end here before we can get to the buoys, we got one on every morning. It's that good. We're going to get their line out fast, or the first.
1: <laughs> are you hanging out near the breakwater and everything? you hitting Merrill Cove? Where are you heading when you're out there?
15: Yeah, we've had pretty good south winds the last, I don't know, week on and off. So i just been fishing right in front of the breakwater and then round Pikes Point and then uh, down towards raw McDonald. It's been really good. We've been getting, I don't know, fishing three to four hours in the morning, catching 20, like 20 to 30 fish. Just depends how many people I have. It's been two or three people in the boat, and so they've been averaging about 10 fish a rod.
1: Are you hearing this, folks? 20 fish in three or four hours, trophy size rainbows. What size are they running?
15: They're averaging about 20 inches, but I had fish up to – I got one that was 5'2 the other day.
1: Five pounds, two ounces. That's a nice rainbow trout no matter where you're fishing.
15: Yeah, that, and that was – last day I fished was Monday, and that was Monday, and the, we had a little bit of a storm front came through.
1: Well, you know, the amazing thing about that lake is we know that 10-pounders have come out of it. Uh, Michael Fong years ago was up there fly fishing and caught one that was verified by the department. There's been a lot of big fish. I know of an eight six. I know of 7.6s. I know of 8.2s. They're in there. They will hit. And, folks, when you get one, you have more than a handful on light tackle. And, Robert, I imagine you're using, what, four- and six-pound test leader out there now?
15: You know, I hate to say it, but I bumped all my stuff up a year and a half ago to 10-pound fluorocarbon just because I get people in there that they don't know how to stop winding. They just <laughs> wind as fast as they can, and sometimes they think the star drag is the handle.
3: Yeah. They're bass fishermen, Sip. Yeah, yeah, apparently
15: so. <laughs> and I'm using those you know, light kokanee rods, so I mean, but the, the fluorocarbon, it disappears. You guys know that, so yeah, it doesn't absolutely. really matter the size line. Yeah.
1: That's right, and you do need toughness. You know, the bigger the fish, the bigger the teeth, and if anybody's ever put their their finger in the mouth of a five-pound trout, you know there's little sharp things in there. It'll wake you up. Yeah, in a heartbeat, and you'll remember it for two or three days (laughs) until it heals too. What areas of the lake, just down at the south end, that's the only place you're working right now, it is profitable. How about a little bit further up along there by the water tower and the springs?
15: So when I got done salmon fishing, I don't know, two weeks ago, um, I came back up and I had some regular clients, you know, and they just they're they know we're gonna catch fish and they're there for good time. So I just I basically started trolling here and went all the way to the youth camp and then back around the west shore it took all day and we caught fish the whole way.
1: Yeah, they're everywhere this time of year. They've got the feed bag on, they're feeding shallow water or deep water? Shallow early and a little bit deeper later in the day?
15: You know, I, to be honest with you, as long as you're in that top, five to six foot, you know, from there to the surface, it doesn't seem to really matter. You know, obviously the fish moving in shallow, you know, chasing bait in shallow, but honestly, it doesn't really seem to matter. Guys are getting them fly fishing on the bank. The, the old guys that are fishing out in the middle of the lake that fish the same way, no matter if it's July or November, they're trolling with their lead core in the middle of the lake. I was going to say pillars, they're, they're,
1: they're pen si- fish. They're pin 60 squitter on <laughs> yeah. there. With a 209. It's sound. a, it's a qu- pin 209. Quarter inch yep. thick at the end of the rod tip and yep. they, and they just winch them in like they're
15: <laughs> sticks. they number man. two needle, bikini needle fish and they, I mean everybody's catching fish. The guys with the Ford pinners are catching fish. It doesn't, doesn't seem to matter. Guys on a bank with power bait, I mean just that time of year
1: folks you might be getting the idea there's plenty of fish in eagle lake and there's plenty of big fish available too this is another one of those opportunities for you not to feel too guilty about the fish because it, they are replenished every year in there it's a great lake trophy fish and a absolutely fantastic experience there's cabins available around the lake there's an rv park on the lake Everything you need, a little store, gasoline, all of those things that you need are up there, and Robert can get you hooked up with Dave Leroy at Heritage Land Company or the RV park or anything you need. This is the time of year to fish Eagle Lake. Get your butt up there and catch the fish of a lifetime with North State Guide Service. Robert, give them all the hookup info they need.
15: They can find me at Facebook with North State Guide Service, and then uh, the number is 530 530 two six oh seven five one six just let everybody know this year we can fish till the last day of february not saying that i'm going to but i mean (laughs) if people want to come up and enjoy the bank fishing you know that's a good time of year to do it hey you've been down there
1: i'm sure with a big bonfire burning at merrill cove standing on the shore casting out as far as you possibly can
15: that's what we do for fun when we're not guiding.
1: Exactly. That's what I do for fun when we're not guiding. It's they're in, they in enough brandy
3: in the county to get me to do that. So,
15: oh no, it's not a to be the duck blind, but Y'all I am not around, doing that. You sit around the fire hey, and a, a fish. Hey, side note, the duck hunting was good yesterday. I actually got to go do some for the first time this year. Nice. It was really good.
1: Well, you've got some great places up there. If those dang toolies would get back underneath all the water and grow again, you'd have a whole lot more up there, too.
15: Oh, yeah. Yep. No, we hunted in the ground blind right on the edge of the lake, and we did ran a nice shot our limits uh probably 20 minutes yesterday in the wind. It was good. Excellent, excellent.
1: All right, Robert, well, you have a great time up at Eagle Lake, and, folks, if you want to have an even better time, you need to get up there with him and share in the fun. 530-260-7516. Robert, have a great day. We'll talk to you again real soon. You too, too. Thanks. All right, take care.
6: And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not, brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Built upon a C fourteen plus body for both a lightweight feel and carving rigidity, the new Shimano Van Forge spinning reel incorporates a Magnum Light rotor to benefit anglers with a quick response in critical situations. The new Shimano Van Forge features Shimano's Cold Forge tagging gear as well as Silent Drive and Micro Module Gear Two technologies to produce power transfer like never before, while also hosting next level of rotational performance. All Shimano rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastore in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and experience eternally smooth reeling with Shimano.
1: And joining us now live from Texas. That's not right, is it? Alan Fong, (laughs) the manager of the Sacramento Fisherman's Warehouse. big cowboy hat on. You got boots on (laughs) and a cowboy hat?
16: That's, that's right. You have you, to dress right over here.
1: You, you must look quite the sight there. He's got a white cowboy hat <laughs> and matches his hair. <laughs> <laughs>
16: I'm even starting to
1: talk like him. <laughs> yes, you are. I can tell that little bit of whang is coming out there when you're talking, my friend. Remember now, I told you I was born over there in Texarkana. I know the way it works. Uh, it's beautiful up here. It's nice and green, isn't it?
16: Yes, nice and green. You know, it's beautiful weather, 80 degrees. It's pretty mild, you know, in the evenings. Uh, About 12-point I'm on a buddy of mine's ranch, and, man, there's some monster bucks over here.
1: Yeah, and I saw the 12 and, what, 14-pointers that you guys had out there?
16: Yeah, they're high 300-class animals.
1: They are nice-looking animals. Are you going
16: to shoot one of them? No, I'm just here to look. Okay. I'm
3: here visiting Ralph. You remember him? Oh, yeah, Ralph. Yeah, big time. Tell Ralph hi. I I will.
1: Well, Alan, what's I'm big- outside on the back balcony right now. Nice, <laughs> must be nice. Look at this. this guy's living the life of Riley out there, yeah, right now. Yeah, he is. He's getting but taken care of. He didn't get to fish the Delta, where a lot of stripers are caught this week, apparently. Well, what were yeah, the guys- I did? I just got here. Well, <laughs> tell our listeners what they're talking about at the store and what you've been up to.
16: Yeah. So last week, last week I um, tried to catch some crappie because my brother was catching the heck out of them and. Went out there and, you know, the school hasn't replenished and uh we ended up going after bath and the water temperature dropped about six degrees and those northerns are biting like crazy. So we were flipping fishing
1: at three to five pound class. It was a good day. That's exactly striper, that's exactly what guys are reporting. They're getting a lot of them in the five pound range out there right now and they're happy as hell with it too. Quite a few of them.
16: Oh yeah. And the striper vision, you know, it's a hit and miss, um, the port's been really good. Liberty's been good if you hit it on the right tide. Sherman, a lot of those fish move back out toward Honker. So, you know, you just have to go find them.
1: Well, this rain that we're gonna be experiencing out here, which I'm sure you've heard about, it's gonna come ripping through and dump three to five inches in some areas. What is that gonna to do to our Delta Striper action? It's gonna turn it on.
16: You know, I usually after the storm gets done and three or four door four days later it'll start picking up and those fish will start coming in
1: they're going to relocate and there's probably not going to be any clearer water for a while either is there
16: no it depends there's always clear water down there somewhere you just got to know where to go and those fish already know
1: yeah and alan knows too but he doesn't create a book or a guide for you to follow (laughs) (laughs) not yet thinking
16: about it though
1: alan what are they using out there to intercept these fish
16: uh, the stripers, any of the 5-inch, uh, you know, like fish traps, uh, hammers, any of the mineral imitations, and pearls, been the best, and a half-ounce jig head in front of it, and topwater. I mean, I've always picked up topwater this time of the year. If there's any big ones around, they're going to chomp on it.
1: When you're using that uh, lead head, are you uh, dropping it all the way to the bottom or are you just kind of moving it around in the uh, above mm-hmm. the bottom?
16: Well, most of the time, this time of the year, you should be in anywhere from two to six feet of water. So you're bouncing. So you just throw it out and just real slow.
1: Yep. Are you contacting the bottom or do you avoid it or is it a benefit to contact it?
16: Just throw it out real. A lot of areas that's really grassy, a lot of weeds. Mm -hmm. Unless the tide comes up over the top of them, you know, you you know where. There's areas where there's edges on them and stuff. You just throw it out and reel it
1: in. Well, we're going to have a lot of stuff coming down the system with this storm. There's going to be a lot of trees, a lot of logs, a lot of brush, a lot of God knows what coming down the system. So be careful out there, folks. You don't want to. Yep. You don't want to have an anchor down and see a tree starting to crawl down your anchor rope because your boat's going to go down there with the tree here pretty soon. I thought this
3: was the Mayor Steinberg annual river river levee cleaning storm. I hope so.
16: <laughs> we it needs it and it. Oh, well, we it need then. it. Boy, do we need it. We definitely
1: need it. I've seen some drone shots of the rivers, and it's just really sad. If we had left a mess like that, we'd be in jail right now. You think? Yes. It's pathetic. But no more pathetic than Commerce Corps. Yeah,
17: that's why these
16: These guys complain that they can't park on the levees because they leave all their trash.
1: Yeah. Well, I wish they wouldn't because uh, they. They'd be a lot better off, and we'd have better access to all of the outdoors if we would take better care of it. Alan, thanks for joining us back from back there in Texas. We appreciate it. Folks, stop by your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse store, whether it's in Manteca, Fairfield, or right here in Sacramento. You can come in and pick what's left of Alan's mind next week. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us. And stop by and get whatever you need right there in the stores or order it directly from their internet site and get it as soon as the next day sometimes. Take care, Alan. Have a great time in Texas. And please pass on the word of hi to all the owners out there. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, Mr. Ogney is joining us, giving us a saltwater update right after
6: this. If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater rods and reels to offshore tackle to conquer even the hardest fighting game fish, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all.
0: Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Since
5: 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers. Isn't it time you joined the Scotty team?
6: fishing marine for voters who settle for nothing but the best go boldly with mercury excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fishermen tested and fish approved. is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing, and their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines LaRanche Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of Clarity and target separation. Lawrence products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lawrence has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at lorance.com.
7: Lawrence is the perfect locator for you. Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good
1: morning, Mr. Ogney.
18: Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Uh,
1: I'm doing well. Opening day of duck season. It's only about two minutes from shooting time. Where are you Uh, this morning?
18: We're we're pumped up. We're right next to the uh, to Refuge here on the uh, northern close zone, hunting a a buddy's pond. My pond's about a half mile from here, but I got a I got the sweet little invite to go with my uh, older son Jake and his buddy Zach. And Zach has a beautiful pond here right next to the close zone. Some ducks buzzing around. It's, you know, just first light coming up. We're excited. The labs are, are excited and pumped up. We just, my son just finished up setting a few extra decoys and, uh, we're going to start blasting here uh, in just minutes.
1: You're going to start blasting. Let's see. Where you are is probably about 653, 654 to 56. Excuse me. you you got about 57. three minutes before yeah. everybody's going to be yelling yeah, at you, sit not, down, sit down.
18: They're already ever. doing that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the, yeah. what are do Doing on the phone, Ogney.
1: <laughs> well, real quick, Guy, I know you're going to have a great shoot out there, and I want you to check back with us and let us know what's going on later on. But what's going on with the salt outside our gate? I hear 15-foot swells this morning.
18: Yeah, we've had some uh, some pretty big seas with these series of storms coming through. Uh, last we were out, I believe, was uh, Tuesday. Limits of rockfish, good ling counts. Um, it's just a matter of having good weather. We're looking forward, uh, most of all, to uh, getting clearance from the uh, director that uh, – we won't entangle any whales, and that we can go crabbing because you know. Did you know how many whales that, that we entangled last year, Seth? Yes, I do.
1: I have that on the tip of my tongue. I understand that number is <laughs> zero.
18: It's zero, Seth, and it's uh, it's going to be zero this year. There's, you know, there's there's on the sports side, there are so few pots in the water compared to the to, to the commercial fleet. The total pot count of the of the charter boats. This is big charter boats and six-packs from Monterey to the Oregon border is between fifteen and 1,600. And there's 171,000 registered commercial pots in California. Who tangles the whales? It's not sport fishermen. It's
10: not
1: 1% of the nets, that's for sure. Holy no, title. no. Well, Mike... My- yeah. Uh, The action out in the bay is kind of on, they were getting some halibut in the bay, out the gate, things are a little rough right now, the salmon are moving around the corner, Merlin is still up there working some of those stragglers that are coming in, and uh, I would imagine they'll keep coming for a little bit longer, but boy, this wind and rain and everything is really going to bring them all into the system, isn't it?
18: It is, and uh, there's a lot of fish already in the the, uh, system. We were on good fishing here a couple weeks ago, but the storms this week kind of, you know, stirred everything up. Merlin had a couple of fish earlier in the, the, the week and we'll get a couple more weeks out of this and then it's, uh, it's, it's going to be over.
1: All right. Speaking of over, I'm done talking with you because I hear the whistles in the background and you got one minute till <laughs> shooting time up in your area. We appreciate the report. Please give us a call back near the end of the show and give us an update. What's going on? Okay.
18: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
1: Good luck to you. Shoot straight, my friend, and make sure you got as many bullets in that gun as you can. Well, up till till three, anyway. We'll be right back in just a minute. You know how it works with our entire second hour coming ahead. I'm sorry. I'm ahead of the game. That's not the first time or the last. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning
12: Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics providing sportsmen with the ultimate high performance fish finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lorance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location.
0: Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin.
1: Good
19: morning, sportsmen. Upland game and waterfowl season is coming up quick. It's time to start thinking about getting your dog up to speed. For waterfowl, work on conditioning, bumper drills, and being steady until released. For upland game, work on conditioning, quartering back and forth, and stopping and standing still with the will command, especially with distractions. If you need some help, call to book a lesson or to drop off your dog for a couple weeks of preseason tune-up to 530 735 6517 or check out olivehillkennels.com.
12: Angling, Fisherman's Warehouse, and Shimano have it all. Be sure to check out our online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com.
7: I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
5: You're listening to Sports 1140 KHTK from the Power Business Technology Toshiba Studio. KHTK AM and HD1 Sacramento. KYMX HD2 Sacramento. And now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson.
1: Hey, welcome back to the second hour of Seth Saturday Morning Out. Well, actually, the third hour of Sepp's Saturday Morning Outdoors. <laughs> How One soon hour you forget the bass guy. That ultimate bass guy was in here <laughs> when I got here. Now, two hours of California sportsmen on top of that. And we've got some great guests for you this hour. Captain James Netzel will be live in the blind at Sassoon Marsh. Steve Carson's back from a long-range trip. Randy Pringle, I believe, is going to be down someplace south maybe close to Los Banos. I don't know. He's out. He'll tell you about Delta Striper's black bass, and he's live in the blind duck hunting this morning, too. And Tony Zipoboda with Greenwater Fishing Adventures joins us, and Dave Hurley from Western Outdoor News has all the information on late fall opportunities for you when it comes to fishing. Let's find out some more about duck season. Kent, what else is going on out there, and why in the world aren't you out this morning? Because I'm here with you, sap. Oh, unfortunately. That's right. We had this Saturday commitment.
3: We, you have screwed up my the last 751 Saturdays for me. Just well, so you know. it's 25
1: <laughs> years <laughs> of Saturdays it is, for yeah. me, except those I take off and you fill in for well, me. Well,
3: exactly. It is opening day duck season. Everyone's excited. And, you know, there's still a lot of rice in the Valley yet to be harvested. I Which, did
1: not see a trailer going down the road today with a quad on it coming into the studio. It's well, the first time.
3: Yeah, you know, you will, but um there's there's uh there's that, you know, there's still rice to be harvested a lot of the clubs have yet to be harvested. Um a lot of them through like the airport, you know, a lot of that 99 corridor stuff is not cut. Well, the good thing
1: is it's early season. You know, it duck is. season really doesn't get going, you know, you, yeah. I've sat here long enough listening to you talk to guys. It's like a December, late January. That's when, right near the end is when it should be peaking and really going great.
3: Yeah, for sure. And and the other thing, though, the good part is, is this storm may, may, I say, lift some of the water problems we're going to have for the decomp water that they put on the rice after it's harvested. And that's what the duck clubs rely on. So hopefully, you know, we get some water in the river and in the system Uh, it will loosen up some of the, the regulations, you know, some of the restrictions and let these farmers go ahead and put more decomp water than maybe we had thought we were going to get.
1: Well, it's certainly going to pump a lot down the rivers. There's no doubt. Yeah. So it's kind of a,
3: it's kind of a gift from God that we might actually have a duck season set.
1: Well, let's check in with our good friend, Captain James Netzel, who Joined a new club out by the Sassoon Marsh in Montezuma, Montezuma Slough area. He's live in the blind this morning, and yeah. shooting time has already started. Yeah. Watch your mouths. Let's be right, careful right. what we
11: do in the blind this morning.
1: Right. Good morning, Captain Netzel. What's going on out there?
11: Uh We got our dog. uh, uh People next to us shot, and the uh, dog shot out after it, so we're trying to get the dog back.
1: <laughs> never fails never fails there's always something are you seeing any ducks yet this morning
11: yeah we, we've seen some uh some sponies uh it's nice and windy out here you don't have to worry about our uh our uh blinds our decoys not moving because they're moving plenty good uh as soon as we get the dog in maybe we'll get a shot <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i'm sure the dog will be coming in here one of these days james oh yeah James, real quick, here. while we're trying to get the dog, you know, every opening day here. at Quail Point, I'm surprised how many dogs are named son of a, and I haven't yeah, heard that out there it. yet. Hey, son of a, get over here. Oh, well, he'll come here. around.
11: Yeah, I- have, have your finger on that button just in case. We did,
3: we did actually tell him to put his finger on the button about two minutes ago. Yeah, we're on top of the oh, okay. game in here.
1: We don't. <laughs> we don't need any of those things dropping bombs on us here.
11: That's no, a... but you know, you you were talking about lifting the uh, decomp water. Yeah, if you're blind didn't have water, uh call your owner because uh Sutter County just lifted their decomp. That's awesome. Yeah. And, that's... Uh, so, call you call you guys. See, I didn't know that. I was just going off of,
3: you know, some wealth of useless knowledge that I might have.
11: <laughs> yeah. Well, Jake... on on another note, I want I don't mean to switch pages on you, but for salmon, for all those your listeners that are sitting at home on the couch, uh, uh wondering what the storm is going to do to the water, you get off your butts and get out and fishing because, uh, the river will rise. We, we need the dirty water, but all that crap that's on the side of the levees and all, oh. on in you know, all those ponds that they're going to be pumping out, that's all going to be in the river and it's going to be blown out, uh, for probably a week before all that stuff washes down. Today's so, today's the day if you want to get out <laughs> Full full moon. I mean, I'm, I can't say it's going to be a good day fishing, but it's going to be your only shot unless you don't mind every 30 seconds cleaning crap off your line.
1: Well, that'll be changing as this system gets a good flushing through the Delta and our, uh, the Bay Delta estuary system. It needs it. It needs the flush. It'll get a lot of the weeds out of the way and make fishing a whole lot easier, more productive, and more fish are going to be available at that point. Sounds like they're already yeah. starting to shoot yeah. out there, Guy. Do you need to uh, nuzzle down inside your uh, blind and get off the phone,
11: or are you okay? Uh we're kind of in the middle the guys are getting them before they get to us. So.
1: Well, so you have to mm-hmm. wait wait just a little bit. They'll be coming in in bigger numbers if you're lucky out there. Well, James yeah. James uh action for you for the king salmon and the river system. It it hasn't been great in the Sac Metro area. There are a few guys catching fish these late fall uh, the late fall fish and our American river fish should be entering there pretty soon too, shouldn't they?
11: Yeah, yeah, we're we're past the prime uh now we get we we're gonna get the uh, push for American River fish, which aren't as good quality. But then we're gonna start getting the lake falls in. And that's what's good. But I've I've been turn, turning turning uh, trips down because you know one one or two chances in the morning, about all we have right now, and it's it's hard to take clients out when you're. Uh, you're staring at a blank screen or see well, it's, a it's just good
1: phone. being up front and honest with your clients. If you tell them, Hey, yeah. it's, it's just a, it's a lot of money and I don't think you're going to be benefiting by the action that's, that's out there. That's what yeah. a quality guide will do instead of fleecing customers and taking them out. Yeah, for let's, let's go ride. striper
11: fish and we'll catch 50 fish. Yeah.
1: Well, I hope your day out there picks up. I hope the dog keeps coming back for you. And more importantly, I hope some of those birds get past the first wave of guys and get into your blind so you guys can have a successful hunt out there today. And I know you're busy, so why don't you just give them that hookup information right now for Tight Lines Guide Service, whether you want to get out and have a great time fishing or get into the king salmon, get into the stripers, or wherever James is going to be taking you next. Give them that hookup info, James.
11: Reach me toll free at 888 975 0990. Website is www.fishtightlines.com. We got a couple of teal coming in.
1: All right. I'm going to stick with you while the teal are coming in, see if anything follows up. Don't they come talk. In quick. Don't talk. Just do your thing.
11: Well, I ain't going to call. I got Scott Hamilton here. He's a better caller than me. <laughs> Kent's a better caller
1: than me, and you don't ever want me to call. Here, duck. Here, ducks. It's always perfect when the guy in the blind
3: realizes you're a better caller than he is.
1: Yeah, that's true. All right, they made a turn on him. Good. It's glad to see summer coming in there. James Netzel, Tight Lines Guide (laughs) Service, live in the blind in the Sassoon Marsh, Montezuma Slough area. And you can hear him banging. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And don't come back. Keep scaring him away, James. You won't have any worries. Give us a shout back before the end of the show and let us know what's going on out there, okay? Uh, sounds good. All right. Shoot straight. He's going to have some fun out there. I want him to get down in that blind and enjoy a little bit and not be attacked by his fellow duck hunters in the blind. I had
3: a little day, uh, honker hunting one day with our old buddy Bill Carr and, uh, from Western Outdoor News. And, and after the first flock came in and, and Bill was guiding us, we were, we were a guest of Bill's, his place. And after the first flock that came in, except old buddy Gary Dobbins leans over and he says, Hey Bill, how about you let Kent call? <laughs> So, well, uh, Bill realized that there was a little difference in calling honkers. <laughs> yeah, and you'd probably have me calling for you, you. Exactly right, I would. You know, it's time for Gun Owners of California's 52 Guns 52 Weeks Raffle over 15 years. Uh, in that time, Gun Owners has given away over 780 guns. That, and if you want to support Gun Owners of California and maybe be a winner, uh, all you have to do is give the Gun Owners of California office a call at 916 and you can buy your tickets for the 2022 52 guns in 52 weeks raffle you can also get them online uh, or you can't get them online you have to give them a call uh and uh and get all uh get your tickets all bought before they uh go away they do sell out every year so uh, you might be getting your name called just like winner number 43 of the 2021 gun owners of california this gun out 52 guns 52 weeks if you are holding ticket number 1312, Garrett Fall, a real Linda, congratulations. You have a Henry Big Boy Lever Action Rifle 357. in 357 mag.
1: Oh, that's a wonderful Yeah, rifle. that's a
3: great gun. And the staff at Gunners will be giving you a call, making uh, arrangements for you to go to Sportsman's Warehouse
1: and do all the proper paperwork. Well, congratulations to all the lucky winners from Gun Owners of California, of which I am not one yet this year. But you have won
3: multiple times oh, in the next 780. But, you know, it really makes you feel, if you, 780 guns, you realize how many times you lost.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah, but I haven't yeah. won 10%. Yeah. Oh, well.
3: Hey,
1: you know, I, I think it's a great organization. They do a great Sam job. Sam and the guys do a wonderful job out there. And I'm going to support them because they're looking out for all of us.
3: Oh no, they do a great job and, and they are, um, America's oldest pro-gun political action committee all the way back to the days of Senator Richardson and, uh, HR, H, H, uh, HR Richardson and a lot of the, uh, a lot of the things that, uh, that he did. So they've, they've got a long, uh, long tenure and a long history set.
1: Well, we're way ahead of the game here today. Let's take a break right now, and we'll be right back with more, including early. Mr. Steve Carson will be joining us here in just a minute, telling us it was about his, his birthday yesterday. He turned range. 29 again. 29 again. That's yeah. 30, 40 times now, at least.
12: Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at
6: hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? There's a feeling you get when you're fishing. A rush of anticipation and adrenaline. It's all about your presentation. And that tug at the end of the line. That's the heart! Tournament and recreational anglers need strong, sharp, and reliable hooks because every bite counts. You'll land more and bigger fish. Fish like a pro with Owner Hooks. Owner Hooks, available at Fisherman's Warehouse, megastores in Fairfield, Sacramento, and Manteca, or their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Check out the full line at OwnerHooks.com. Owner, simply the best hook on the market. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bite. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman-tested and
7: fish-approved. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare, manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products turn up the volume and listen close we're sharing tips techniques latest innovations the newest products and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water warm water and saltwater water pros they'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at berkeley penn abu garcia and shakespeare all you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing
1: and joining us now in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week, the man himself, the director of Penn Fishing University, is the guy that just got back from a long-range trip, our own senior tuna, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, tuna.
17: Good
1: morning, Sep. All right, you got plenty of time, my friend. Tell us about your latest long-range trip that you've just returned from.
19: Well, it was about, about as perfect a fishing trip as you could ask for, except for one little thing which was the weather, um, definitely uh, experienced some weather, but we were on an eight-day trip uh, on board the American Angler out of San Diego. We went down to a Guadalupe Island, which is a big island, luckily. So we were kind of tucked in tight, hiding from the weather, and amazingly, one of the few places you could really hide from the weather, there in the lee of the island, happened to be phenomenal off-the-hook fishing, for big tuna nice and when when i say big i mean we caught a, a a handful just a couple under 50 pounds and all the rest were from 60 to i think our biggest was 128.5 pounds and uh and it was pretty much all you cared to catch and you got to remember, when, when the fish are that big, even with two-speed reels, you know, you're not making repetitive casts at them. You hook one, you fight them for a while, uh, hopefully you land them. Luckily for us, the, the, uh, the great white sharks that are so ubiquitous at, at that island were just not there. I mean, they were not there at all. We didn't see one. We didn't see the effects of one. Nothing. Where they were, I don't know, but they weren't where we were. And uh, so you'd fight these 100-pound-plus class tuna, and when you'd get them in the boat, you would say, hmm, oh, that's nice. I think I'm going to go have some coffee. I think I'm going to have a snack. Oh, look, it's lunchtime! And, etc., uh, etc., cetera, et cetera, uh, before you would uh, make another cast, even though you could make another cast right away if you wanted to. And um, just Really good, beautiful fishing, beautiful fish, Um, again, all you cared to catch by accident without even really fishing for them. We caught, oh, maybe only about a half a dozen yellowtail a day, but for those of you that know what yellowtail are, these were 35 to 51 pounds, so about twice as big as yellowtail have a right to be, and those were the little ones. Uh, compared to the tuna, so uh, I, I can't say enough about the American Angler operation. The food was phenomenal, and when you're resting up in between those big tuna, it's it's good to have, you know, a good lunch or a good or having had a good breakfast, or looking forward to a good dinner.
1: So, how many pounds did you gain?
19: Uh, I learned a number of years ago you have to check yourself, <laughs> and I literally. I literally order a half order at every meal, and that is more than I eat at home.
1: Yeah, they they don't cheapskate on the food on board.
19: The, the, the people who, who listen to their mom and clean their plate at every meal, um, they gained about 10 pounds.
1: Yeah, it's not easy to go on a trip, folks. It just kind of, wow, that looks good. It is good. Let's eat it all. Just the way it works. Steve, I picked up Western Outdoor News, the first sentence in it. San Diego, through the week's thunder and lightning, calm seas persisted. Are they? Um, there was,
19: there was thunder, there was lightning. Uh, I guess there were some calm seas, but I didn't really see them. uh, uh you know, t- again, tucked in tight to the island, we were actually pretty sheltered, but you could see, you know, if you just kind of looked out, you know beyond what they call the wind line uh there was plenty of weather out there
1: well they're talking about outer banks tuna how far are they going out for some of these
19: well outer banks they're talking about local or, or what passes for local you got to remember how the san diego fleet is set up they're set up to catch fish at whatever range they are and uh, in san diego they they've been catching most of their fish at at the tanner bank which is about a hundred miles out, and it's you know it's just an underwater mountain that didn't quite make it. It comes up to about uh, about 95 feet from the surface, and like any other high spot, it just collects fish. And uh, you know, for the boats that are running two and a half day or less trips, that's that's where they've been going, and they've been continuing to get. Uh, right now, nobody's there. Um, trust me, the weather has chased even the San Diego boats off of it for the weekend, but hopefully maybe Monday or Tuesday, they'll be able to get back out there. And they're getting, you know, a a good number of tuna up to 200 pounds.
1: Are you ready for a nice smile? I want to see your smile, Steve. You ready for this? I'm ready. Jay Lopes, Ish Monroe, James Smith, and a crowd of pro sticks are on their way down there today. Oh, days. I know.
19: I, yeah. Oh. Oh, yes. I, I'm. I'm well aware they're going out on rocking, the to
3: print. Rockin and rocking and rolling. How my did guess. you not get invited on that trip,
1: Tuna? Dude, might have seen the weather report. He might have. Yeah,
3: well, well, I. I actually.
19: I, again, I just. I'm just getting back in from an eight day trip, and I. I have a 1.5 day, uh, leaving on Wednesday night on board the new Loann. So, that that trip didn't really didn't really fit my schedule.
10: Yeah, well
3: I, uh,
19: those,
1: I, I don't think it would fit do well.
3: He I, didn't really want to hang out with that crew is what he's saying,
1: so. Is is that it? Yeah, that's he, exactly what he's saying. Well, I'm I'm betting that there'll be more talking to God on the big white phone on that trip than there Tuna is a lot smarter than to hang out with that crew. <laughs> they can be they can be brutal, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> Steve, I can't imagine you with a bottle of Goldschlager
17: there, on the back There back. will
3: be
1: some fish die on that
3: trip, however. Oh, you can count With that on group. It.
17: Oh yeah, yeah, great, great boat, and
19: they're very competitive. I think in, in my in my dotage, in my old age, I've I've reached a state of zen, <laughs> and yeah, and, and somebody actually somebody on our on our eight day trip actually mentioned another angler, another well known angler, and said, "Are you arch rivals with him? Uh, who do you think is a better fisherman? Who would win in a competition?" And I, I, I very sincerely said. You know, I'm not competitive. He can certainly win. He can have the title.
3: I don't want it.
17: So, you know, I mean. That's the
3: difference
1: between (laughs) us Bass guys and you, (laughs) Kid he's not out? He's out there catching with two thousand dollar fish. We don't have yes, e- we don't have egos. Have you seen our trucks and boats? Ken, <laughs> I could tell you, I could tell you the
19: biggest largemouth I ever landed was thirteen pounds eight ounces. The biggest largemouth I ever hooked was in the glory days of Hodges back oh. in the day. Yeah. Was well over seventeen pounds. Had him right to the boat, and in neither case was I exhausted.
1: <laughs> yeah I find well, that's about th- it for steve tuna today <laughs> yeah i find the same thing with crappie fishing i never get tired of reeling them uh, are
3: we done with him have no, we got go him
1: not yet <laughs> no, we got to pick something left out of him oh man well senior tuna i'm uh just shocked that you go out right on the heels of an eight day and you're jumping back on for a day and a half what's the day and a half going to offer what kind of opportunities do you have
19: well, well, uh, depending on exactly what we uh, what we see, the weather may dictate it to a degree. Uh, we may go out to the Tanner Bank and try for the for the big ones, and or we may go down south to uh, the area they call Punta Colonet where prior to the storm, we'll see what happens. Uh, they've been catching full limit numbers of school sized yellowfin tuna, which were running you know 15 to 25 pounds. Not giants, but good size, and and a lot of them. uh, Very easy for the boats to catch 100 a day of those. So we'll just have to see.
1: Well, Steve, we certainly appreciate you giving our listeners an update on your American angler trip. We appreciate it, and we can't wait to hear about your next one. You know those day-and-a-halfs, you got my attention every time you bring those up. I'm just trying to decide whether I've got the huevos rancheros to do it or not out there in that big water.
19: Oh, you can. It's just Take drugs, take them early,
1: take them often. Yes, I know the routine. You taught me well, my friend, and I've got two of those patches in my pocket right now. Cool. We'll look forward to seeing you down
19: here. Well, when you hear the story from Ish and James, then you can weigh it from there.
1: Yeah, well, I got a sneaking suspicion it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of porcelain discussed in that. But we'll see. We'll see who's going down there. I don't know all the guys on board, but I know they're going to have a good trip, and I know it's going to be a bouncy ride. But as you always tell me, it's a lot better seas down there than it is up here. That that actually is true. And the boat that they're on is
19: great. Um, I'm sure they're going to catch a lot of fish. There will be some pranks pulled, and um, I'm sure we'll hear about those too.
1: And they'll all gain 10 pounds also.
19: Oh, yeah. They they already have just in the drive down.
1: Yeah, they, they got more candy bars and stuff going on in that car in the front seat than you ever shake a stick at. Steve, thanks for hooking up with us today. We always appreciate it. Steve Carson, the director of Penn Fishing University's senior tuna himself. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, Ep. Boy, it's always good talking to him funny. It is out always good when we on. get he to hang is out with such him. Such a bevy of information. One of the top saltwater anglers in the world. Yeah. And we've got him right here every day for the last 20 something years on California Sportsman.
3: Well, the thing about Steve is he has so much
1: knowledge, he doesn't have to BS. Yeah. You that's know, exactly it. That's and,
3: the that's the cool part about and he's, hanging out with tuna. Some
1: guy outfished him or has caught more species than him or yeah. maybe another guy has. But he's up there in like the top five of the most species of saltwater game fish caught by any, any angler any in history. Any game fish, yeah. I, so, I mean, it's, the man's all over it. And it's great to have somebody with that notoriety attached to our show. Yeah, no, exactly,
3: exactly. Hey, a
1: buddy of ours is out there live in the blind right now. I bet you'd like to talk to him, see what's going Uh, on. You know, I don't know if I want to talk to him or not. Yeah, you do. Oh, I guess I do. Yeah, I think so. The fishing instructor. That's right. Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor, is out there live in the blind this morning. He's going to share a little information with you about angling that he had this week and hopefully blast a couple of birds out of the sky. Good morning, Mr. Pringle.
17: Hey, you guys just missed it, man. It was awesome. Tell us about it. We had it. Uh, some honkers out in front of us, and they were they were coming around, and then all of a sudden, four came off the right. I whistled up, I go, Shh, guys, and then the four honkers came in, and we just smoked them all, and the dog's bringing one back, and it's, I gotta take a picture of this. <laughs> you can't see the dog because the honker is so big that, uh, yeah, I got to take
1: a picture of this. Go place, ahead, you take your picture. This is absolutely you, gorgeous. These are the memories that will stay oh, with yeah.
17: you for the rest of your
1: life. Folks. I'm going to
17: send that over to you. It is that. It, so these honkers came in. We had uh, the dog was out grabbing a mallard earlier, and, and then the honkers came in. The honkers were falling everywhere, and the dog's like, "I'll get one." That honker is still alive. He's <laughs> he's holds that honker. But it's been awesome, dude. We're having a good time out here.
1: Where are you shooting today? I know you're not down at your usual yeah, hey, Los Santos. Uh, hey,
17: so where are we shooting at? Where, what area is this? Wilton. Oh, all right. All right, I know where you are. You're in California. <laughs> you're farm shooting. Yes, yes. We're we're on, we're on a farm pond.
1: Well, how's it and, been out there? Uh, how's it been after you took care of the uh, Canadians that showed up? What happened after that? What else has been going on? We had
17: mallards coming in in the morning. Uh, first thing, and they went over our head because we have a frontal direction blind, and they landed out about 100 yards from us, and then a single came in, we smoked that one, and then the dog was out, and then the honkers came in, and we just crushed all of them. <laughs> that was swimming away.
1: You can hear him calling the dog <laughs> Call out the the dog in, the, in yeah. the distance.
17: Yeah, there, there's that one. <laughs> well, Randy, when I talk to you... I'll, I'm going to send you that picture. You know, um, Uh, You know, I talked to uh, Yusef, and the other day we were out on the water throwing uh, big stick and little stick topwater baits, and we just crushed the stripers. Um, We just had a ball. And then we were throwing some swim baits after that. How big a swim bait are you throwing? throwing. So we're throwing a white with a chartreuse tail, a half-ounce head, Yeah, and we're throwing that in about seven feet of water, anywhere from three to seven feet. And we're fishing where the water current's flushing out a hole. So, where you would go to, like when um, in the front, all you have to do if you want to stab that in the ground right there, brother.
3: Yeah. Can you tell there's two? Com- yeah, he's got about four. Can you four tell there's two going conversations
1: on. Yeah. going on? Yeah. And it's important that they That's do right. this. This is part of the real experience, folks. Exactly.
17: So you know we're out there fishing away, and uh, my clients they're catching doubles. I think I sent that over to you, Seth. Yep. Um, it was just an awesome day. We probably caught 26, 27 on the clicker of the stripers up to about six pounds. And, uh, that was a good fun time. And then now we're out here, the, the, the duck and goose area, uh, shooting these, uh, those are some big honks right there, dude. <laughs> How's your arm? Tired. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You got to carry them out. That's the, that's the worst part. Um, Ready, you know they've got a they've got a tournament down there, small you know small field uh, with uh, uh, going out of B and W and and so but some of the top name guys. And yesterday it was kind of surprising to see some of the guys like our old buddy Double G that only caught two or three fish. You know, I mean, just uh, you're either on them or you're really off of them.
17: So one of the things that I'm finding right now is the transition when you get the transition of weather from. You know, 80, 90 degrees, and then you have a rainstorm or you have low pressures come in with these little fronts that are coming in. This is changing those actions of the fish. And those fish have to basically, you know, Kent and I can really, really relate to this. It's like putting an overweight person and the heat comes out. They don't like that. Yeah, exactly. So they have to, you have to acclimate to that. And that's what's happening right now. This is the time of the year where the, the, you, the weather's changing and you've got to adjust. You know, whether you're going to speed things up and throw crankbaits and chatterbaits and you're going to really try to go after them or you slow down. When people sit there and go, you don't know, it changes yeah. day to day. And, you, and it's hard to target those fish because each time you go out, you're going to have to do something a little bit different just to see if you can make that change. And, you know, that's probably the best thing I can tell you is be versatile and, uh, and, and put together – the thoughts that, hey, what happened yesterday might not happen today. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things that I'm hearing
3: out of the guys fishing the Delta right now, and they had a 14-inch size minimum, and they were talking about the numbers of fish they were catching that weren't 14 inches. That bodes well for our Delta. I mean, we have had some good spawns the past few years, obviously, uh, and uh, and that's a good thing for our Delta. Oh,
17: there's no doubt. There's There are small bass all over the place while we were fishing for the stripers yesterday, a day before yesterday, we were catching a largemouth with the, the you know, the shad shad pattern of the swim bait. And uh so the guy would go, Holy smokes, I got a smaller one. I go, No, you got a largemouth, dude. And so it was really good. Now everybody's back in the blind. We're looking around, see if there's anything flying. Uh what a beautiful day to be duck hunting on. No wind. No weather. Get ready. <laughs> Typical October, right? Yeah, well you better get ready, Mr. Pringle. You know, anytime you can go out with a bunch of friends and they're they're all basically, you know, heckling each other. Um that's it's a it's... good time and, and that's what hunting's all about. I like it's... nothing more than going to Quail Point and watching Seth miss. That doesn't oh, happen. Dude. That didn't happen all I watched him miss about fifty casts till I told him how to catch those bass.
3: Well he can't cast, Randy. We know that. That's why he's trolled you know, his whole I cast
17: life. It, I cast it and then I uh the dog's foot's in the hole. Uh, he,
3: he set years ago he set that precedent at the casting cove and asked him if he wanted to try. He said sure. He took the rod, he walked down to the end of the casting cove, he pressed the free spool button, dropped it in the hoop, and then walked back. Damn. Free spooling it all the way back. Then Handed in. me the rod. He said, that's kind of how we do it. Oh, now <laughs> I get you it. You know where's,
1: what? Where's the
17: rod holder on the tank? Right. You gotta be smarter than the ring and <laughs> sep just proved yeah. that he is smarter than the just, ring because
3: just we could cast it into the ring
1: he got it in there you know what i mean hey Same i look way, out even a even a blind squirrel gets an acorn i i pulled an eight and a half out of the delta and exactly. can't, can't thumbed it on board for i him. watched him but uh yeah
17: yeah well we're floating
1: yeah well we're going to get an Partly influx
17: deteriorated
1: we're going
3: to get an influx of water to the delta and it's all it's all a good thing
17: it's a great thing. Once that that balances out, you're going to watch the numbers of uh, the weights go way up. Yep. Once the weather balances out like it does in the fall, this is this is the dog time where everybody starts complaining, what's going on? What's going on? And it's just the the fact that the weather's changing. And the bass are lethargic, and once they acclimate to it, it'll be on like Donkey Kong. Absolutely. Don't panic; just keep going.
3: And for a guy that runs a tournament circuit, Sep, he's liking seeing ten and twelve inches of rain at Lake Shasta and six inches at Clear Lake and all those things because that means we're we're headed the right
17: direction with our water. Bring rains. it; we it, need it. Due to this, due to this rain, we're flooding our club right now, and we're going to be there three weeks earlier than we projected. So yep. we're all excited to go out and do a little duck hunting and these uh, stripers and largemouth, and definitely you guys like to fish for the salmon. This is going to help the salmon out a lot. We need this rain to help the salmon. Big time.
1: Folks, if you'd like to get out there and do some serious fishing in the Delta for Delta Stripers and Black Bass action, Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor. Randy, real quick, give him the number.
17: Hey, you can give me a call on area code 209-543-6260, or you can go on thefishinginstructor.com.
1: Alright partner, I know you gotta get back down. Things are situated. Mm-hmm. Get back in that I'll blind. You that pic of
17: that, that dog with that, uh, that's Hank, right? Send it Hank's right away. Dog.
1: Send it to us All right, right boy, away. Man. You guys have a great day. Randy Pringle live in the blind this morning. Enjoying life. It's about time for Get a Clue, isn't it? Where's Marilyn? Get a Clue.
0: you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue.
4: Hi, this is Marilyn. You've heard us talk about weather by numbers before. And here's a refresher. It's a great way to stay out of trouble when seas are marginal and action is enticing you to fish, maybe when you shouldn't. So, how does this work? Use the formula wind speed plus swell. Add the wind speed in knots and the swell height. If it equals more than 20, then it's not small boat weather. Wind speed at 15 knots with an 8-foot swell, 15 plus 8 equals 23. Okay for party boats, but for the 20-foot boat, that's uncomfortable. If there's only 10 knots with the same 8-foot swell, that's 18, which is fishable and, more important, safe. If you've got a large boat or are fishing from a party boat, You can push numbers up to 25, but it starts getting really nasty above any number over 25. Do your math, wear a life jacket, and get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. Till next week.
0: You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's Sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville.
6: Get a clue. Some guides just take you fishing. But Sean Rainsbarger of Sean's Guide Service takes you where the fishing is good. Giving clients the best chance for hookups! Sean's Guide Service offers personal guided trips for up to six anglers in his 22-foot, fully enclosed, Bolton fishing machine. Sean guides year-round at Donner Lake, Lake Tahoe, Stampede, Boca, and Buller's Bar for kokanee, rainbows, and lake trout, and seasonally hits the Sacramento River for the Big Striper and King Salmon runs. When it's time to go fishing, make sure you're heading where they're biting with Sean's Guide Service. Give a call and book a trip. 530-802-4484. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter and he freely shares tips, tricks, and top locations for action. Learn about curing rope from the pros and how to properly rig for success. And more important, Elkhorn Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard west of Watt. 916-991-5298. Hey! They're also your local U-Haul dealer.
12: Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca and Fairfield.
0: Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com and all shows are archived there too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the internet or download them to your iPod or Android p3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want listen to us live on the internet anywhere in the world with our new high definition digital sound california sportsman saturday mornings from six to eight now there's no reason to miss a single show freshwater salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out EurekaFishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now
6: at 707-845-9588. Best of Awards, Bentika Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing.
1: You're going to want to take care of it from day one. And it requires taking care of and maintenance and keeping it clean, just like it does around your home. You know, one of the things you can do to help it in the detailing of it, to keep it from getting ugly, dirty, unkept, whatever, here's 10 little tips to help you clean your RV, and boy will it shine when you're through. Number one, remove all the bugs from the front of the rig. You know, they're smashed all over, you got to grind them off. Not true. Spray a little PAM cooking oil on top of the bug-encrusted surface, and they will just wipe off, and then that PAM finish on your paint job and everything won't hurt it, but it helps protect it and makes getting the bugs off easier when they're dried up. You will know what I mean once you try it. Second one is to keep the leather and vinyl seats in good condition. Use cleaner on them. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser will get rid of just about everything. If you've got problems with the seats, there's also great stuff to get it off of your carpet if you have some marks in the carpeting. Another one, the floor mat cleaning. You know, you can sprinkle stuff on them and make them smell good, but there's nothing like taking it outside and hosing it off. Keep them clean. That way you bring in a lot less dirt. The dirt doesn't end up on the floor and in your sleeping areas and every place else. A fourth tip, remove odors from the interior. Sprinkle a little baking soda around on all the cloth surfaces. Let it sit overnight and then the next morning vacuum it off. Everything's going to be fresh and refreshed inside that motorhome. No odors will be left if you did it right. Clean cup holders. You know, one of the dirtiest things in my truck and RV are the cup holders. It just accumulates stuff. Receipts, change, gunk, dust. The cup that you put in there that you use, your coffee cup, wrap it up in a towel. Spray a little in dust or something on it. Stick it down the hole and go back and forth. It'll be clean every square inch of it almost immediately. So those will be nice and clean. And clean those vents and the switches All across your dash, there's places that you know holds dust. You can get in there with a rag or get it out. Even Silly Putty helps you get stuff out of the hard places. Stick it in there, you can reuse it, and it'll pull out any of the dust, lint, or some of the other junk that you don't want around anymore. But cleaning those vents, get a toothbrush, clean out your air conditioning vents. That's just going to blow dust in your face if you don't keep it clean. And clean the dash and all the components and the cracks and crevices up there. And a toothbrush works great up there, too. You can clean the inside of your windshield with a teaspoon of detergent and a few drops of vinegar in warm water, and you won't have any more screwed up windshields, that greasy film that's on the inside. Wipe it all down once with this, dry it off. You'll see the difference. And number 10, windshield wipers. You know, if they're not doing the job or they're dragging or making a noise when they're going across it, that's a big wiper that goes across a lot of these motorhomes. Easy. Take a little alcohol on a cotton rag or cloth or whatever. Just go up and down and clean it real quick. Put them back down in place where they go. They won't squeak anymore because you got all the aggressive, abrasive stuff off of it. And now it's going smooth as silk because it's clean. Keep your RV clean. Keep it happy. Keep everybody happy. Especially the wife, by
6: the way further, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West.
4: We're not the biggest, we're the nicest, the Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca!
5: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson.
1: Hey, we're back, and I got a note from my friend from Honda Marine, Richard Burton. And I keep saying these are the kind of memories you'll remember for life in these situations. Well, here's here's his little note to me. Listening to all the duck stuff this morning brought back fond memories of my dad and granddad's duck hunting trips to the Salton Sea in Southern California with his trusty J.C. Higgins 16-gauge he bought from Sears in the 1950s. That's what it's all about, folks reviving these memories and reliving them every chance you have the opportunity. I started with a 16-gauge single shot myself, and believe me, I learned to shoot straight real quick because those shells cost 10 cents a piece back then. when you started, you weren't loading with it, loading it with a stick. Thanks, Kent. I Thanks. Thought, Just a little black really? powder that i drag up here every <laughs> now and then. I
3: had Daniel Boone flashbacks of you when you started, Sep, What do Sepp. Davey,
1: oh, Davy Crockett. <laughs> poor, man, pouring gunpowder down the barrel. That's me. Tapping her in. I go. got the little cow horn here, and we pour it down the front. That's Wet what I or thought. dry don't make no difference. to That's me. That's what I thought was Would you. Would you get me out of this and roll whatever the hell I'm supposed to be doing? Tony's the Zipovina is our That's next guest. That's who we're supposed to be He's talking He's got a pre recorded segment from fishing up in the Trinidad and Fort all over up in that neck of the woods Eureka and down through there he's uh you know guides don't always fish and guide people but they seem to fish listen to what he's up to he's got a great vacation plan you wish you were him listen to this
13: hey guys Tony Sepulveda Greenwater fishing and shellback coming at you here from the north coast with a little update on what's going on we're coming out of our summer ocean season out of eureka and trinidad and fall's coming in hot two big systems here hitting the north coast over the next few days Uh, a lot of rainfall it's starting to rain here now and uh, it's going to rain through on and off it looks like through uh, at least monday or tuesday uh some of these are atmospheric bombs coming at us here Uh, a lot of moisture is supposed to fall and uh going to kick off the smith river season and almost certainly going to be go time up on the smith and chetco rivers for fall salmon uh big bright coastal fish are going to come charging into this thing uh the way the the way the 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 forecasts are reading right now looks like saturday and sunday are probably going to be prime time on it uh but there's always a little variation in that it depends on how much moisture they actually get and how things actually fan out but uh Drift boats, I imagine, are charging up Highway 101 right now as we speak here on uh, on on Friday. Everybody getting in position for uh, for the morning to, to see what materializes there on the smith. Uh, quick fish, back bouncing row. Those are the two go-tos on it. Big water, big fish, heavy line. Uh, it's really one of the most exciting times of the year here. Uh, it's definitely far from a guarantee, but some giants are going to get caught here over the next few days like i said i've come wrapped up my ocean season here we're uh we're done with that one for the year uh really good pacific halibut fishing this year one of the best best pacific halibut seasons i can ever remember up here on the north coast and uh had some good salmon fishing at times of course the rockfish lingcod down on the Lost coast and our remote water to rockfish runs was incredible but uh we're done with that for the year couple couple good licks on the albacore as well but we're done with that for the year I just got back from a few days in San Diego with an awesome crew down on the Outrider, uh, chasing some big bluefin tuna, and some giants hit the deck. We had big fish of the trip was a 292-pounder, and uh, so there's some big ones around down there. So That's still going strong for uh, guys that want to head south here in the next few days, few weeks. Uh, that'll probably go all the way through November. I'm heading to Mexico now for about six weeks and uh, take a little vacation time here. And then we'll be back ready for commercial crab season in the winter. We'll be back to sport fishing come April. Striper fishing down on the Sacramento River, the big spring run down there. I'm starting to take reservations for that April and early May. And then we'll be right back here on the salt out of Eureka and Trinidad. Uh, May and early June has been prime time the last few years for Pacific Halibut. So, uh, and, and like I said, the fishing's just been incredible on those things the last couple of years. Or so we're fired up about it. Uh, it's going to be nice to take a little break here. It's been a long season, and I could use a little rest and a little vacation. But uh, already looking ahead to next year. The website to check out if you want to see what we're doing is EurekaFishing.net. Greenwater Fishing Adventures on Facebook. A place to follow what we're doing on a day-to-day basis. That's where most of my fish reports go. Phone number 707-845-9588. Keep lines tight, and we'll see you on the water, guys. That's
1: Tony Zapalvita, Greenwater Sport Fishing up in the wonderful area of Eureka. Trinidad, all along there, he's got some of the best fishing available. Six weeks vacation in Mexico. Man, I wish I was a guide. Oh, no, I don't. Because you've got to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning or earlier a whole lot of days to make all of that work. Well, you know, one of the guys I contacted this week is our good friend Dave Hurley, with the editor of Western Outdoor News. And I said, hey, Dave, how about putting together... Late fall fishing opportunities instead of just freshwater fishing or wherever. There's so many places to go right now that are good, and all of us are going to be locked into the house for a couple of days. Let's go to Hurley right now and find out what Western Outdoor News and Mr. Hurley are reporting as great late fall fishing opportunities right now. Good morning, Dave
10: good morning i, I you're right I, I think this weekend is going to be testing us out but boy do we need it for all for yeah food.
1: i don't think any of us will complain about it uh, well i will but uh we <laughs> yeah, need this but... water desperately for all of our fisheries not to mention our wildlife for everything out there and let's not overlook the people of california need water too
10: absolutely let's uh let's look at a really good story that's coming out of lake tahoe and i know you covered it a little bit last week uh these rainstorms really have kicked in. The, uh, they've raised the, the water levels at Taylor Creek. And I know you followed it with JD and James Stone from the NorCal Guides. We made some phone calls a couple weeks ago and got some water to flow down that uh, Taylor Creek. That's the only place that the kokanee spawn in Tahoe. And uh, that was a real problem because even with the little bit of water that came, those kokanee were just like J.D. says, it was like Normandy Beach out there. They, and were just nuts,
1: they wasted nuts. no time taking advantage of that stream.
10: No, as soon as that, uh, he put out another video last night and I encouraged encourage people to go take a look at his YouTube channel because it is a great story of, you know, a couple of people and an organization making some calls to make things happen for fish. And then uh, out of the blue, we have this huge storm. And those fish are now moving up the stream. So I think that's just a wonderful story.
1: Dave, you know, one of the coolest things, now I know we're not that much older than JD, but I do see the next generation starting to poke their head up to be responsible and to hold people's feet to the fire when
10: necessary. No, that's really true. It's always concerned me as to who's coming, because we've lost some real giants over the last several years, guys who really made an impact in this industry And to see the NorCal Guides and Golden State Salmon Association step up and and really make some changes. Uh, uh, One person, one organization can do a lot. So I'm really happy for that, and i encourage people to join them. Lake Tahoe's been fishing really well for Mackinac. I mean, if you want to catch a lot of Mackinac, that's the place you want to go. Uh, And JD's been getting into some browns and some uh, rainbows in the shallows there, trolling Rapalas. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and one great thing is he releases all those browns and uh, and rainbows that are in there because he got them up to six pounds this week, which is just beautiful. And
1: i got to tell you, if you've never been on his boat or, folks, if you've never seen his boat, he has a big, large, comfortable, roomy dance floor of a boat, inside, fully enclosed, and outside. There is no shortage of space on board this thing, so whether you're fishing Tahoe or Pyramid Lake, one of his other guide lakes, you're going to fish in comfort and, I mean, total relaxation inside that boat.
10: And he's got a lot of room inside, too,
1: right? Oh, baby, and it's heated, and, I mean, (laughs) it's all there for you. I was fortunate enough to get out there with him at the uh, end of last year or end of the season this year, earlier in the year, with Bob Smalley, and we had a fabulous trip out there getting fish up to 12 pounds. Big cutthroats, folks. And there are that's small compared to what they're already catching at this
10: Yeah, I'm with you, Sepp, on the heated cabin part of it. I like that part of it, this part of my life. Yeah, but, uh, the more
1: decades you got under your belt, the more you <laughs> want that automatic heating system.
10: But that uh, pyramid, like you mentioned, has been fantastic. Uh, Kenji Nakagawa, who's one of my former students when I was assistant principal at Lodi High School, he went up last week and he, he, he jigged with P-Line laser minnows and... Uh, Fifteen pound fluorocarbon, and he caught a phenomenal number of uh, of uh, of cutthroats, up to twenty eight pounds. Oh, which they're is there, amazing!
1: The cool thing about it is, you can pull out from the launch ramp and start seeing them swimming around in the shallows. You know, yeah, folks, when you look over the side of your boat and there's a three foot fish swimming next to you, you get a little excited.
10: Yeah, Pyramid has been the destination the last couple of years, especially when they put in those. Uh, the, that Pilot Peak strain and brought those back. I mean, it's just been uh, the two places. that you can fish to the last day of February. Uh, you can fish quite a ways. There. Uh, I think it's early May, but I know it opened October 1st, so it's been fantastic. A couple other things. Trout is starting to get planted now. Uh, we have Lake Amador already planted 4,800 pounds, and that's a really good place to go at the beginning of the year if you like to fish off the, off the bank. Uh, you can't even put a boat in there now, but maybe after this weekend it's going to come up a couple of feet. But I guarantee it, it will be muddy. That's a small lake, and it's uh, mostly uh, rainwater. And it's gonna if the water doesn't soak in, it's going uh, to muddy up that lake. But they've been planting trout. And there is a rumor that Comanche is going to dump in 3,600 pounds this week, um, which is really good news. They haven't put in any fish in there since May. And they will put them in the pond, too. They'll put 1,200 pounds in the pond. And that's another good place to go bag fishing early in the year. We're looking at that wintertime wintertime urban lake trout fishing too, which is a lot of fun for a good place for families to start. I'm seeing that they're planning Bon Tempe next week, which is in Marin County, Raffine Lake, San Pablo Reservoir. A lot of these small lakes are starting to get planted, and uh, those are good places to take your children, take your families. They're
1: great places. San Pablo Reservoir is where Marilyn and I really cut our teeth on trolling initially because it was so close to home. We could be there in five minutes from our home and – We took care of business out there, had a great time, learned a lot about fishing, and then moved on to much more diverse waters. But I'll tell you what, as these temperatures cool and we can plant more of these local lakes, it's like the fishing in the city program for the kids and the minors. This is a wonderful program for people to be able to fish close to home. Contraloma Reservoir will be good, you know. Um, many of these small reservoirs, Pardee, all of them out well, there. Well, they, they should be
3: doing Rancho Seco
1: before too long. I'm sure they'll be putting trout in up there. Well, they, uh, we so did have a hatchery went down again. They've got a disease outbreak at the right Hot Creek trout Hatchery yeah. again. They've had problems there, so they're... Working on that, so those fish probably aren't coming out, but it's, well, nice they said that they, they did
3: lose some, but that they were actually treating some of the other fish. Right. So hopefully that, uh, they're getting vaccinated. Too. They're getting vaccinated. They're all in line. They got to come back in three weeks, get another shot. It's kind of cool. Jab. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little pod of them over in the corner swimming in a circle and they're not getting a jab. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah, like they, nope we're they, not doing it no, they're gonna see funeral services I'm yeah. sure. oh man hey you know one thing too Sep, that we uh we found out this week it is kind of four-wheel drive only but there is a ramp opened up at spillway at lake orville so. i saw that
1: i saw the note of it i believe it's just like a little single isn't it, it is a there? small
3: ramp and, it, and it's it's kind of gravel and for sure it if, works yeah it, but it'll get you in the water but for sure four-wheel drive don't don't go up there thinking you're gonna pull it out with your two wheel drive Tacoma. It's not gonna fly.
1: And if you've got a four wheel, take your strap with you. Somebody, somebody's, <laughs> somebody's, gonna, somebody's be there. gonna need it. Somebody's but, gonna
3: be there. Uh, but yeah, Lake Orville has has uh, sat kind of dormant this year, you know, with uh, no launch ramps. So. Um, fishing should be really good up there as well
1: hey Dave I got another quick thing here you might not know right. about yet and maybe you already do the Department of Fish and Wildlife's back out for their their second collection of eggs they're totaling uh, 1,120,000 kokanee eggs so far and they're going back for another third take they're heading for a goal of 1.8 million green eggs it looks like they'll make that without any trouble whatsoever
10: that's fantastic they take them out of a uh Stampede, now right? That's correct. They take uh, them out of the uh,
1: little, the Little Truckee River where it feeds uh-huh. into Stampede Reservoir. It's uh-huh. a great location, easy access, and this year with COVID and everything, the department did it with their own crews and didn't bring in all of us sickies that might be out there. <laughs> all
3: you old guys had to worry about. <laughs>
1: well, they should. <laughs> I've right? seen more than one floating
10: down that yeah. stream. Man, go ahead, Dave. And uh, I was going to say that planning program that they've been putting in the last few years has been fantastic for king salmon and kokanee and I know you bass fishermen don't mis- mind it either. No, you when this go in?
3: No, it's always a good program for Kokanee. It's uh, it's it's why some of our bass lakes are as good as they are. And, <laughs> you know, for years we've told the bass guys, if you're not a member of you know Project Kokanee and supporting what uh, what they do there, you're kind of messing the boat because it's uh, it is definitely uh, a big part of our whole ecosystem.
1: We make big fish bigger.
3: Yes, they do, without a doubt. It's it, it's you know Project Chrome Carp is a really good program for feeding the bass. <laughs>
10: Yeah, those things go down really nice and smooth, don't they? They go
3: right down. There's no, they have no spines or anything. They slide right down. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I can
1: see that. I can just see the poof of scales right now.
10: You know, I mean, it's, we've been good. I mean, look at the lakes. Look at Bullard's Bar. Look at some of these places that no one wants to talk about. These are all big kokanee lakes. And And the bass in there, fantastic. See,
3: bass realize that you can eat a kokanee while driving. You know what I mean? That's that's (laughs) kind of how that works.
1: (laughs) Well, folks, if you haven't been up to Eagle Lake, there's another great opportunity. You heard us talking about it earlier with fish available in the, I would say, three to eight pound range up there. Most of them are going to be two and a half to three and a half. And you're likely to get a four and a five or maybe even a six out of there. But another one is Lake Almanor. This is the time for Almanor. The fish are going into full spawn mode in November. They will, the trout males will be, the rainbows will be red down the side of their body. They are gorgeous this time of year.
10: And those browns, that gold on that browns is just incredible. All right, Dave, you got
1: me ready to go tomorrow now and I can't. (laughs) Well, you know, I talked
3: about Oroville, Sep. It'd probably be a few browns to be caught up there right now too that get overlooked.
1: Yeah, well, I bet everybody overlooks them for the next two or three days while we yeah. bring in weather. Dave, thanks so much for sharing with us. We always appreciate you joining us. With, and, folks, if you'd like to stay up to date, you can get yourself a subscription or a prescription, as I like to call it, the Western Outdoor News, too. Just go on the website, get all the information you need. Dave, thanks for joining us. We will talk again soon, my friend. All right, take care, guys. Except See. it's duck season. Yeah, I know. You thought got I'd your, pass that you on. You got your call. You probably got a shotgun under the front seat. No. Well, maybe. Backseat? Backseat. Well, I'm going to stay at home. I got the boat moved into the garage for the big storm. Mark Button
3: likes you keep his boat dry.
1: I'm just (laughs) going to double-check the gutters when I get home, and uh, I'm going to enjoy watching it. The water fill up and start getting creeks and That's our lakes back to normal. God so so good to have some rain. I want to thank you all for joining us and listening to us today. Thanks, Jay and Marilyn in the control room. Thank Mr. Brown for being here to save me every time I screw up, which seems to go along with great regularity. We'll see you all again next week right here. Tight lines, everybody. Stay dry.